I'm Sean. And I'm Alex. <laughs> and, and that's, that's Grayson. Grayson. And this is Autism Building the Puzzle. One piece at a time. Welcome to Autism, Building the Puzzle, One Piece at a Time. My name is Alex. Today I'm going to be doing a solo episode, and we're going to be talking all about Grayson and our new therapist, Um, and just some of the emotions and how I'm feeling, honest emotions, Um, nothing sugarcoated, just completely raw. So Um, so yeah, so today we started with a new therapist. Um, We actually got one faster than I I thought, um, I thought it would be a couple months, especially because there's tons of cases in our company, our ABA company that are short staffed and have no therapist. Um, so I have been running session again for the past couple weeks. Um, it's been going great. Grayson's been doing great. Um, our BCBA is still out every week. So I'm coordinating with her just as if I was the therapist. Um, so yeah, so you know, he, he has been working with mom, not giving me any backlash or, or problems. Um, he's pretty programmed on what he has to do. So it's, it's been a joy to work with him just one-on-one. Um, so we had a new therapist come in today and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say it like this. I remember last week I said to our BCBA, I had said, you know, it just really stinks because you literally no sooner get done telling somebody all about Grayson and having them just understand Grayson, showing them videos, showing them what he can do, his potential, and then they leave. So when the therapist walked in today, I just, I I noticed I was a little standoffish, honestly, and I thought in my head, like, Alex, okay, you're being really awkward right now. Like, this is, like, get yourself together. And I just thought, you know, I have been through this so many times, and at this point, I want to give them all the information because I want them to understand Grayson. But at this point, I'm like not over it, but I'm kind of like, okay, I don't want to like get too close or like just say everything because I don't even know if next week they're going to be here. Um, And it's defeating, honestly. Um, It's hard to like because even though I run session, I'm not a parent that's taking over. I'm a parent that's just really involved. Um, and even the company had said that to me because we had discussed me taking over Grayson's case. Um, but then it became the conflict of interest, like as far as employment and not getting a therapist and having me strictly do it, um, and being employed by the company. Um, and it was just a conflict, but it's really difficult because you know, you know what you're doing. They love what you're doing in the BCBA. They know that you're great for working with Grayson. You know, the whole program, if not, you know, it better than the therapist, most of them, um, so it's, it's definitely difficult. Um, so yeah, I'm starting all over again. Um, I'm just kind of taking it slow and day by day. I think, I think I'm going to give pieces of information as we go along, but I'm not going to sit there and just, um, kind of blurt out a half an hour after sessions over, um, just everything about Grayson. Um, because I am going to be there. I am going to be involved and I don't think I need to fully go into that right now. Um, like I used to. Um, I just want her to learn right now what we're doing, learn Grayson's behavior, be able to work with him, and we'll see how she does, and I'll go from there. Um, but it stinks. And even today, like, you know, me and the BCBA, when the new therapists were here, we were saying, you know, he takes to new people so good, and she's like, yeah, because I think because people are constantly leaving now. 
And I was like, that's kind of sad in a way. Like, he's constantly getting used to somebody and losing somebody. And it just is heartbreaking. And I know that's a normal part of life, but it's hard for a five and six year old. Um, it was hard on me when we lost our last therapist. So I can't, I can't imagine being that young and not sure about your emotions yet. Um, it's confusing. So it's sad to see that. It's sad that he finally gets comfortable and they're just gone. Um, and it's, it's, if it's hard on, it's hard on me. I mean, you just, you go through so much time teaching somebody. So we'll see how it works out so far. So good. He took to her a lot today. She did a lot of picking him up and swinging him and, that is what Grayson loves, and that will pair her with Grayson really fast. Um, so, yeah, so she'll be starting out for two hours uh, this week, and then next week she'll be going to three hours, and I'll be running the therapy session still, and as time goes on, I'll take a step. Um, but, again, who knows how long she'll be here, really, so we'll see. Um, fingers crossed, but... Honestly, just even talking about it makes me exhausted just because I've given so much of information in ourselves. Um, it's just tiring, honestly. Um, not that Grayson's tiring. Therapy isn't tiring. Not that in the least. I just wish people stayed for at least, like, I don't know, four months. <laughs> like, it's... If you don't... If they don't like this career, they shouldn't... It's, it's hard to come in and out of a child's life constantly. Um, and when we lose therapists, we get broken iPads. We get Grayson having behavioral issues. So it's really hard that because some of the therapists don't exactly know what they want or I'll say, frankly, some of them think they want to work, but then they don't and they leave. Some of them aren't even certified. Um, it's hard that Grayson is the one who has to pay the price for that. So um, that's heartbreaking to me. But we'll see how it goes. Um, keep us in your prayers, please. Um, I'm interested to see how tomorrow goes. I like her. She's really nice, but I just feel myself being a little bit more reserved. Um, so I just, I feel like I've gotten so close to some of these therapists and then they leave and it's, it's like the hardest thing you have to go through. Um, and I don't even, I, I don't want to get, I feel like I get emotional on every single episode because <laughs> it's so, it's, you know, this is the part of the struggle and these are the things that. I'm not going to sit here and cover up that, like I said, it's our motto was it's not always peaches and cream and it's not. Um, and this is real emotions. This is what a lot of you guys, even through your struggles, no matter if it's different struggles, I'm sure you find yourself at moments just breaking down like, okay. And I think that the part that's making me emotional right now is thinking about when we lost our therapist that we had for three years. And I remember saying to him for like two weeks, like, I don't know what's going to happen to Grayson. And it's so sad that we're still experiencing that. Like, it's been since May and we're in October and I still don't know what's going to happen with Grayson. That is still an unanswered question. And I would have thought, I would have not thought, I would have hoped that we would have been settled in with a therapist by now. Um... And that's the part that's discouraging. So that's another piece that I always advocate for. You guys should be really involved in therapy. Um, I know some of you might work. Some of you might not be there. Some of you, no matter the situation, if they're in school, you might not be there for therapy. And that's got to be really hard. And I got to give it to you guys um, because I know that I, I'm not going to judge the situation. I am very involved because it's in my home and because Grayson's homeschooled now. If Grayson was leaving every day and going to school and having therapy in school, I would have no idea what to do. 
honestly. I could ask the teacher all I want with her working on. She could explain all she wants. However, you are not there the whole entire time. You are not listening to the words being said by the therapist in order to bring that language home using those same key words, which is very important. You're not there for the activities step by step, seeing what they're doing, the behaviorals that behaviors that occurred. They can tell you, but down to the split second, you're not observing it for yourself. And I cannot imagine how difficult that is. Not being able to be there and having to work and having to um, step out in a way like that and not step out in a way, but having to, you know, provide for your family to survive. It's got to be really, really difficult um, dealing with a child on the spectrum and um, and sometimes not knowing how to navigate that in the way that you would as if they were home with you all day. Um, so I sympathize a lot with you guys. I my heart goes out to you because. You know, as hard as it is sometimes having, not having Grayson all day, but I don't get that break. Grayson's never going to go to school. If he wants to go one day, I will allow him to try it. But as of right now, um, I'm, I'm very grateful for that because I am able to manage Grayson all day and know what I'm doing. And I think that's where we gained a lot of our knowledge was the fact that I was in therapy every day. That is why... You know, you never know what's going to happen. If if your child is young and not in school yet and you're home, be involved in therapy because what happens if there, you lose a therapist and you don't get a therapist for six months? Because I'm going to tell you, it's not just with the company we're with. The turnover is very fast in this in this career with people. Um, it's like a revolving door, honestly. And it's it's sad. I never knew how bad it was before I had Grayson. Um, but it's the system that needs to be fixed, reworked, and figured out because these kids can't keep losing somebody every month after they finally get situated, especially being on the spectrum. That is, that's a, that's a challenge in itself, just changing that every day. So be involved because if your child needs you to step in, you want to be able to step in. You don't want to stand there and feel helpless and your child having behaviors because I've been there. I have been there and, and it's confusing and you will be at your wits end like, okay, I want to help my child and I don't know what to do. I do not know how to handle this. And you don't want to make a situation worse by not being able to approach it the way that you should be or the way that is in the best interest of your child. So even if, let's say your child is going to school, get online, get on YouTube, look at some videos, do look at some therapies, just different things that you can implement. Every moment is a teachable moment when you are with your child, whether that be you're cooking dinner, let them help out. Um, let them do little things, let them throw trash away, anything that you can do, um, get them involved and expose them to everything. Um, and that's another thing that we will be talking about soon too. Like I just mentioned, get online and look at some class, look at some classes, some inform informative videos to help you learn how to navigate this. Um, we will be coming out with some classes that we're working on. Um, for anybody that doesn't know the steps to take, because these are things that we wish we had when we started. Nobody told us what, what to do. We weren't given a handbook. We were given a diagnosis and pretty much not a kick out the door, but yeah, that's pretty much how I put it. Just see you later. Call us if you need us. You know, we'll try to return your call, but they don't. Um, and these are huge hospitals. Um, you're on your own, honestly. And that from that day when Grayson got diagnosed, I remember calling the hospital numerous times just to get information over certain resources and nobody ever returned my call. And these were top hospitals in Philadelphia that people travel from all over the world to go to and I couldn't even get a call back. And I thought, we're on our own. 
we're screwed. We're on our own. Nobody can help us now. No doctor cares. No one cares. And I hate to put it bluntly like that, but they don't. You might come across a few that do or sympathize or act like they do, but ultimately you are the one living in this situation. You are the one that is dealing with it 24 hours a day. The doctor sees you for an hour, maybe less, maybe more, give and take, and you're out the door and they go home and they relax. Some of them might have a child on the spectrum. Some of them might have, um, you know, uh, children with challenging behaviors or, or whatever that may be. But some don't, and it's very hard for them to understand what you go through. So you really need somebody to sympathize, um, not just with the child, but with you, because this can be very hard on parents. Um, And this is why a lot of parents are in denial, because they don't know how to face it. So we will talk more, um, you know, later on when our classes are out for viewing and for you guys to see. Um, So we're trying to... Make this as easy on the parents and kind of take you step by step because your child will have this best success that way. Had we known what we knew now in the beginning, things would have been a lot different. I would have started ABA probably at 18 months. Grayson would have went to a different early intervention company through the state. I didn't know you could pick a different company. They gave me a phone number. I called it. They set up an evaluation. End of story. I didn't know that there were multiple, multiple early intervention companies in the state of New Jersey. Nobody tells you anything. I didn't know what was appropriate to be done to Grayson in early intervention. And there were a lot of inappropriate things um, that the state got involved with, with therapists. So don't just think, oh, they're from the state. They know what they're doing. No. False. Um, keep your eye on everything. Don't don't turn your back. Don't leave the room. I hear of parents that leave the house like, oh, you're here to do therapy for three hours? I'm going to go to the store. Absolutely not. Like, do you guys, and I'm not, you know, attacking anybody, but you have to see what is on the news sometimes. You have to see what these children are going through. Um, So don't just trust. Be involved. Be there. Keep your eyes on everything. Um, And I think that's the best advice I have for you. So... I will keep updating you guys as far as therapy and Grayson and the new therapist. Hopefully the next episode, she's still here. Um, So fingers crossed. Keep us in your thoughts. And you guys can find us on www.buildingthepuzzle.com. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook under Building the Puzzle. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I hope you guys have a great day. For autism, building the puzzle, one piece at a time. I'm Sean. And I'm Alex. Signing off. Take care, everybody. building the puzzle we understand how difficult and challenging it can be for parents with autistic children that have communication delays well if you're in new jersey you're in luck the speech paradigm has you covered they're helping children overcome speech challenges all across new jersey they offer both telehealth services as well as in-home therapy please reach out to them you can uh, take a look on their website at www.thespeechparadigm.com can reach out by phone at 732-203-5268. You can also find them both on Facebook and Instagram as well at The Speech Paradigm. We are also sponsored by Grayson and Company, uh, making homemade toys. They have everything from wooden homemade toys to sensory bins, sensory boards, all different kinds of toys for your children. Uh, they could be reached at Grayson-Company 
www.myshopify.com as well as on Facebook and Instagram as well as Etsy. On Etsy they can be found at Grayson and Company Toys.